I have a bunch that I have to get to, lots to get to. Of course, the very second I start the podcast, there is a problem. We'll see if we can get to go Instagram live. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Bunch of things that I need to get to today. One of the things I want to get to, what goes on the perfect burger? 5,000 people were surveyed. When they do surveys, they do a small sample of people. 5,000 people were surveyed. What goes on the perfect burger? I know it goes on my fir- my perfect burger, but what goes on your perfect burger? You got to get to that. Some moron finds a million dollar ticket and then gives it back to the owner. We got to talk about this donkey. That's that's good. That's supposed to be good news. We're supposed to be excited about it. I should be happy if I found that ticket. I wouldn't have give it back. And I'm getting right in to Kyrie Irving, and I'm not gonna stand for him calling me a racist. I'm not standing for, I, I'm, listen, I'm not going to put up with the liberal mutant, anybody telling me I'm racist. I'm sick and tired of being gaslighted by people or, or everyone saying that we're racists when we're not. 90% of people, hundred probably 99.9% of Americans, we're good people that just want to go to work, live our life and watch sports and don't want to hear shit from an athlete about whether or not we're racist. I don't want to hear that crap. But before we get to that, I have to do this survey. According to a new survey, I'm loving it. According to a new survey, a survey has found out what's America's favorite burger. What, what What's our favorite thing on a burger? One of these things I don't think makes a perfect burger, but I'm going to tell you what the survey says. According to the new survey, on your burger... Now, McDonald's burgers suck. Let, let's Here, before I tell you what it is, let me, let me just get this out of the way. You have fast food burgers... Right? There goes there goes the dog. Anytime I'm doing the podcast, I do it at home. It's, it's an S show. Always. Dogs barking, toilets flushing. Everybody's got to do everything. They got all day to do what they have to do, but only when I'm doing the podcast. So, McDonald's burgers are the worst. By far the worst burgers when it comes to fast food. Actually, you know what? Burger... No, Burger King's pretty... McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Wendy's has the best fast food burgers. Then Burger King than McDonald's. Clearly, McDonald's has the best fries. But this isn't just about fast food restaurants. I'm just pointing that out. Then there are places that make burgers. Like, for example, um, I, I really like Fuddruckers. I think Fuddruckers has a fantastic burger. That's that's where I go to get my burger. If there's, there's one up on Route 1 in Saugus. Delicious burger. And then you have your local places that you guys like to go to here and there. Eh, I don't care for it. I'll go to Fuddruckers any day of the week to get a burger, or I'll just make it myself. But according to this study, Americans like to have cheese, bacon, and lettuce on their burger. Cheese, bacon, and lettuce. I personally don't like lettuce, and I don't like tomatoes on my burger. Lettuce and tomatoes, get the fuck out of here. Get the garbage, get the green, get this. It's not a salad, it's a burger. In-N-Out burger is the worst. People are like, oh, I love In-N-Out burger. Bro, if I wanted a fucking salad between two buns, right? I would just go, I would just make it. I don't want a fucking salad. I just order one. I want a burger. And their patties are mad thin. They're nasty. So, according to the survey, oh, and also, 
French fries is the number one side in America when it comes, when you're getting a burger, most people get French fries with that. Oh, if someone just said the one on Route One's gone, that's 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 heartbreaking. That that's Fuddruckers. I'll have to find out another place to go. I know they got one at uh, at I don't know the the mom's place over there. So, anyways, yes, I'm a yes on the cheese. I'm a yes on the bacon. I'm a no on the lettuce. Here's what I like on my burger. First things first, I'm a medium, uh, well done type of person. I want it a little bit cooked and a little bit pink on the inside. I obviously I don't want a brick. My steak, I, 30 seconds on one side, 30 seconds on the other. But nice piece of American cheese. I like ketchup, yellow mustard, none of this gourmet mustard. If I see you with fucking anything other than yellow mustard, I, I might knock you out. It's, it's ridiculous. So I like ketchup, mustard, pickles, and some onions, cheese, American cheese, and bacon. I, I sometimes like to have a piece of cheese on the top, piece of cheese on the bottom, or... Um, sometimes I switch it up is what I'll do is I'll go the bacon cheese on the bottom, cheese on the top, ketchup, mustard, pickles, some onions, boom. And I like my condiments cold. I like my, 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 um, ketchup, mustard, pickles, and my onions cold. Obviously I want my bacon cooked. I think that's what goes on the perfect burger. And I think the best burger around here is Fuddruckers. Um, there are other places that have good burgers, but if you got to get a burger in a pinch, you know what? Five Guys is that a fast food place? If that's considered fast food, then they have the best. I would go fat. I would go Five Guys, Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's in that order if I was getting burgers. But there, there you have it. According to a new survey, <laughs> Americans resoundingly like to have cheese, bacon, and lettuce on their burgers. That makes the perfect burger. I disagree. I do not like lettuce on my burger at all. Get the, lettuce, it's enough, it, lettuce is nothing. It tastes like nothing. It's stupid. It's garbage. Get it out. All right, on to the next thing before we get to Kyrie. I have to talk about this because this happened in Massachusetts. So in Mass, a lady threw out a scratch ticket that she didn't completely scratch. This donkey, Smash Burger and Method, I'll have to try it out. This donkey finds the scratch ticket. The guy who owns the school, I, he, he goes, apparently he goes through the scratch tickets at the end of the day in the trash. I'll let you tell him what he did, but he gave the fucking ticket back to her. He found the million dollar winner and gave it to her. Probably because he had to and he couldn't cash it himself. I'm sure there's something against scratching tickets that came from your own store so he couldn't claim it anyways. So he had to find someone else. But I would have fucking gave it to like anybody else and worked out a deal. Here's the owner. I mean, I had a $1 million in my hand, and on the other hand, I wanted to do something good. One evening, I was going through the tickets from the trash and outside. So he was going through the tickets and the trash outside. And I found out that she didn't scratch the number, and I scratched the number, and it was $1 million underneath the ticket. As soon as she came in, I hand her a $1 million ticket, and she freaked out and cried like a baby. She cried like, listen, so this idiot, so this guy clearly goes through the scratch tickets at the end of the day looking for winners. I don't know that he can turn them in. I don't know the law on that. If you own the store, if you can scratch your own ducats, but I'll tell you what, here, let, let me, let me put this to you. And I, a quick side note. I agree with some guy just said, if a burger is too big to bite, it, it's not a burger. hundred percent. You need to be able to bite that fucking thing. You don't have like, ah, don't extra wide bite it and on. So this douche, <laughs> he finds, he, I guess he's not a douche, but he finds the ticket, goes through all the tickets at the end of the night, finds out that this is a million dollar winner. I'd never give it back. I'm going to be clear on this. 
You drop a 20 on the floor, I'm pulling the, I'm stepping on that fucking 20 until you're not looking and I'm picking it up. I'm not giving it back. I find your wallet. I'm taking all the loot out and I'm chucking your fucking wallet in a dumpster. I'm out. Now, I won't use your credit cards. That's a scumbag move. That's stealing. Money's in the bank. That's a thief. That's thievery. You drop a 20, you drop a five. I'm scooping it. Whoop. You drop a scratchy, mine. If I found that million dollar scratch ticket and I was here at the store, I would have found one of my buddies and be like, hey, listen, I'm going to give you the ticket. You're going to get the ticket. You're going to cash it. You're going to fucking pay the taxes on it. And then you're going to give me half. I would take half. This guy, I mean, kudos to him. The ladies, I hope the lady's giving him some money. Let me say that again. Lady, I hope to God. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a scumbag. All right, listen, I'm from Woburn. I'm a real fucking bum. I hope to God that this lady's giving him loot. Now, conversely, I'm going to be honest. If I dropped a 20, a 100, and you gave it back to me, I wouldn't give you shit. If I dropped a scratch ticket in the trash, and it was a million-dollar hitter, and you called me, I'd be like, you fucking moron. I'd take it, and I'd give you nothing. I'd still use your store. That's what I'd say. Hey, bro, thank you for giving me that million dollars after I pay taxes on it and all that shit, and it's probably got $500,000 left or maybe even less. I'll still shop here. I'll use that money at your store for the rest of my life. I was going to shop here anyways, but I'll still come here. You can still retain my business, but I'm not giving you a fucking piece of the, uh, uh, of the pie. So there you have it. Um, you drop some money around me, I'm going to scoop it. You drop a scratch ticket and it's a winner. I'm fucking keeping it. Let me, let me even take it like a step further. I don't like scratch tickets. I don't scratch. I'm not a scratch ticket person. I don't gamble. But if I got a scratch ticket from someone and it was a fucking winner, You'd know it was a winner because I, I wouldn't say shit. I would just, whoo, see ya. A fucking million dollars? This this lady scratches a million dollar ticket, drops it in the trash. The guy takes it out and he gives it back to her. Fuck that. I would fucking take it out of the trash can, be like, oh yeah, it ain't a winner. Put it in my back pocket and I'd be, whoop, out of here. Get the fuck out of here. All right, we got to get the Kyrie and then I got to go. Those of you that don't know, I don't do a lot of uh, sports talk on Spazzing Out America's podcast that you that I do five times a week, five fresh episodes a week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I record it on Facebook and Instagram. If you're watching right now, not many people do, share the feed, click the bell, do whatever, come back, I'd appreciate it. Most people are listening on an app. Three, up to somewhere around 3,000. Today, it was like 3,400 on yesterday's episode. So over around 3,000 streams a day on the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, Odyssey. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's Podcast. Call a crackhead. So check out the podcast. Share it with other people. I'd, I'd appreciate it. I'd much appreciate it. So five times a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, you get a fresh episode uploaded. It's on. It's, all you got to do is fucking search it out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, S-P-A-Z apostrophe N, out, America's Podcast. You spell that shit. I can't spell. Check it out. Send it to a friend. All right, let's get to Kyrie because I, I can't handle this. Kyrie Irving used to play for the Celtics. Now he plays for the Nets. Guy's a real shithead. Real shithead. Totally, 
two, three years ago. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe it was two years ago. Comes out under uh, the garden parquet. They're doing an event, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna stay." He's talking about how he's gonna stay. If, if you'll have me back, I'll stay. Then he gives us the finger and leaves. He bounces out of here, fucking baby. This is the this is the kind of guy that would blow thirty grand instead of speaking at a press conference. He'd take the he'd take the fucking hit of thirty thousand dollars just not to speak to people. But what he said yesterday, I I can't stand, I can't deal with, and you shouldn't either. Someone said to me that I was a racist because I was upset about it. I say this. Listen, if I stay quiet, everyone's gonna believe him. If I don't say something about this, that this guy's comment is bullshit, that we're not racist, that we're good people, you will think that we aren't. The Biden administration does it ridiculously. They Everybody's racist to the Biden administration. If they want something done, they pull the race card and everybody's quiet because woke America, woke fucking white people, people that are sorry for something. I can't, it's nothing more I can't stand than white fucking people that apologize for something that happened when they weren't even fucking alive. You weren't even alive. You weren't around. You never owned a fucking slave. Drives me bonkers. But listen, I'm going to take it a step further. My dad is from Italy. My father came here from another country. Never owned a slave. My mom is Native American. My mom was Native American. Millions of her people got killed. Not my fucking people. I'm an American. I'm, I'm, I'm Anthony Paziali, an American from Uber Mass that lives in Revere. No one that I know was fucking wiped out. No one that I know, four million plus, the, 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 the trail of tears, I don't fucking know. I, maybe I wouldn't be here. Maybe that's all I should look at and say, oh, fuck, I, good chance I might not have been here because my mom's Native American, my grandmother lived on a reservation. I might not even fucking be here. I don't know. I don't think about it like that. Because I'm not fucking Indian. I'm American. I wasn't around then. Drives me nuts. Here's Kyrie Irving. You know, hopefully we can just keep it strictly basketball. You know, there's no belligerence or any racism going on, subtle racism and people yelling from the crowd. Um, but even if it is, it's, it's part of the nature of the game. And we're just going to focus on what we can control. We got, let, 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 let's play this from the beginning, right? You know, hopefully we can just keep it strictly basketball. Let's, uh, bro, we agree. Can we please keep it strictly basketball? Yeah, hopefully we could just keep it strictly basketball. That would, Kyrie, that would be fantastic if we could keep it strictly basketball. But see, you made it not basketball. You made it a racist, to- a racist topic. Probably because you know you're going to get booed. Probably because you know when you show up at the Garden, the fans won't forget what you did. The fans won't forget that you bounced out, that you took off, that you fucking screwed. You were like, see you later. I don't want to play here in Boston. So now you have to, and you wanted to keep it strictly fucking basketball. You know, there's no belligerence or any racism going on, subtle racism and people yelling from the crowd. And there's no, there's no subtle, but there is no racism. I'd like to think that close to 100% of people in this country, I'm willing to bet less than 4% of people in the United States of America are racist. I, I'm, I, it's, it's like the coronavirus. It's like COVID. It, it, it's... Only 4% of our fucking population got it, 4 to 5%. That means 95% of us are healthy and well. That means 95% of Americans, if only 4 to 5% are racist, and they're scumbags. Don't get me wrong. People that are racist, you're a fucking piece of shit. If you look at someone and you're judging them based on their color of their skin, based on their sex, what, you know, what they want, who they, you're a fucking dink. 100%.
If you look at a Native American and think they're a piece of shit because they're a Native American, you're a loser. If you look at an Asian person and think that they're bad because they're Asian, you're a scumbag. Plain and simple. You're a mutant. But I think most people are good people. I think when Kyrie comes, people are going to hate on him because of what he did. People aren't going to hate on him because of the color of his skin. People are going to boo and yell because he dipped out on him. He said, bye. They offered contract. He was like, I don't want to be here. It has nothing to do with this. You know, there's no belligerence or any racism going on, subtle racism and people yelling from the crowd. It's ridiculous. And then he goes on. The lady asks, a reporter says, hey, is this because you dealt with this when you were in Boston before? And here's what he said. I'm not the only one that could attest to this, but... It's just, you know, it, it won't, it, <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, Ryan well, <laughs> the whole world knows. Kevin Durant in the background says the whole world knows. So this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be okay. We should sit back because if you're white, you can't say anything. If someone calls you a racist or your town a racist or your fanhood a racist, you can't say anything if you're white. How dare this white guy step up and say, I'm not a racist. He doesn't know what we've been through. I'm, I'm, I apologize, but I'm I'm not a racist. And I'm not going to let you gaslight me and America into calling us racist when we're not. We're good people. If we were racist, then we wouldn't go and watch you play fucking basketball. If we were racist, we wouldn't pay money to buy your shoes, you piece of shit. We're not. You're starting something that isn't there, and this is what Democrats do, liberal mutants do this. Anytime they want to take a liberty away from us, freedom of speech, or ban us, or cancel us, they just simply say, oh, I'm spazzing out America's podcast? That guy's a fucking racist. And then there it goes, it goes away, because no one will stick up. No one steps up and says, wait a second, I've known Anthony Pazzioli my whole life. Charitable, uh, he, he works for charitable organizations, works hard for his family, ne- Never known him to be a racist person. Never made a racist comment in his fucking life. Has, has, doesn't uh, go to a black person's house and say, oh, I'm not doing fucking business with you because you're black. Bullshit. Your money's green. I'll take it. Absolutely drives me bonkers that in America, we sit back and we say nothing. And the more we say nothing, the more it becomes real. The more we don't do anything, this is what I have, like, this is an example. I'm going to give you guys an example of something right now. The more you don't say something, the more it becomes okay. As my wife is in the background fucking around. I don't want her doing it while I'm doing my podcast. She had all fucking day to do it. If I don't say something, she'll think it's okay to come down here and fucking do something during my podcast. It's not. And she shouldn't, and she knows she shouldn't. No big deal, right? But if you don't say something, it'll continue to happen. Just like racism, if you sit back and allow people to call you racist and let them say that your town is racist and you do nothing about it, well, then you're a fucking racist. You you just let it happen. You just sat back and say, oh, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to do anything about it. No big deal. You'll continue to get walked all over. Generations will look back and say, oh, yeah, they were racist. Remember that guy Kyrie Irving called them all fucking racists. You know, there's no belligerence or any racism going on, subtle racism and people yelling from the crowd. Uh, Belligerent, subtle racist, people yelling from the crowd. The only people yelling from the crowd are people that are pissed off that you walked off on the Celtics and went and joined a super team, you dick. People in Boston would have loved you. If you were just a chill person, they love David. We love David Ortiz here. 
We, we don't fucking get the fuck out of here, man. We do not care. Boston doesn't care what you look like at all. What Boston fans care about is are you good? Can you play sports? And do you, and can you keep your politics to your fucking self? That was what's great was great about Tom Brady. He kept that shit to himself. We never heard Tom going off on and on about political issues. Never. The guy just went out and he won championships. That's it. He won championships. We love Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce never went on and on. He went out and he won a championship. Kevin Garnett went out, won a championship. We don't want to hear shit. Trust me when I tell you this. If you don't speak up, if you don't have a voice on certain things, people will think it's okay. I am not the person. I, listen, hear me out. I don't, I don't fucking like to complain. I don't like to bitch. But if someone's doing something to you that you don't like and you just tolerate it, it makes it okay. It's like a property. If you let someone use, walk across your lawn or walk across your backyard to get to their house and you let them do it year after year and 20 years go by, they can fucking sue you for an easement so that they can have it in perpetuity because you never said anything. Same thing with the copyright. You could have a copyright on something, but if you never challenge it, you probably didn't know this, a copyright doesn't become legal until you actually challenge it in court. You can have one on the books, but if someone goes out and uses, let's say I copyright spazzing out America's podcast, it really does, I'm dead serious, ask a lawyer, it really doesn't become legit that you could get, you could get your, your, your paper, all that shit from the patent company. It's meaningless until you challenge it, until someone challenges it. Then you go to court, and if you win, well, then your shit's legit. If you lose, your shit isn't legit. But if you let someone use it, if I just let someone use the Take Junk logo and I never say anything about it, I'm going to lose my patent. But if I take them to fucking court, it's on the books. A precedent has been set. You can't use my shit. So if you sit back and you allow people to tell you that you're racist and you're not, you become one. You've tolerated it. And over that's what gaslighting is. They tell you to your face, you're a racist, you're a racist, you're a racist, you're a racist. And then you stop believing that you are. Well, I'm not. And I'm not going to put up with it. I don't look at people differently. I look at you at merit. I, I look, if I was building a basketball team, I'd pick the best players. If I was hiring people for my for, for Take Junk, I'd, I'd hire the best workers. If I, if I were putting together a morning show, I'd hire the best hosts. I wouldn't look and say, oh, I got to have a girl. I got to have an Asian. I got to have a black. I got to have a white. No, I wouldn't. I'd say, I want to fucking win. And I want to have the best people on my team. So if the best available people happen to be white, well, I'm fucking hiring them. If the best available people happen to be black, I'll hire them. If the best available people are Asian, they get the job. If the best available people are females, they get the job. That's how it is with me. And I think that's how it is with most Americans. But we're quiet on it. This fucking reporter's quiet on it. She asked them the question, he called everybody in Boston racist, said nothing. I'd have been like, what? 
Do you want I would have said, hey, you want to rephrase that? You want to take that back? I would have. Are you sure you want to call Boston fans racist? You think I I, I would have put it right fucking back on them? No balls in reporting. Just but the next, I wish I had the whole audio because the next guy just dusted right over it and he went right on to like, you know, how did you feel when you were out there putting up the, you know, throwing up a jumper? When you were in the paint, how was things? What the fuck? Bro, this lady just dropped a bomb on him. <clears throat> I mean, this dude just dropped a bomb on you and you went right back to hoops. Should have followed that shit up with, well, why do you think Boston fans are racist? Where you going with that? No, we don't because we're scared. We've been pushed into a corner by other white people, not by not by African Americans. We've been pushed into a corner, not by Native Americans, not by Asians. We've been pushed into a corner by white people that want to take shit from us, and they say we're racist so that they can get stuff from us. And all else is, dude, I'm telling you, if I was fighting my my wife, if I was beefing with my wife, she could be like, "You're a fucking racist." I'd be like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh I'm sorry, babe." We could be fighting over fucking cheese. You get where I'm going? This shit is unacceptable. This right here, listen to this. I'm not the only one that could attest to this, but it's just, you know, it, it won't, it, <laughs> it is what it is. The whole world knows. Apparently the whole world knows that Boston, Massachusetts is racist. Well, I'm here to say, to tell the whole world that we're not, and that we're good people. Most of us are good, caring people and would like to just go watch a basketball game. Oh, and by the way, we love our sports teams. And when you bounce on us, we don't like you anymore. We're not for you. We don't want you to win after you leave. You leave the Bruins, we don't care about you. You leave the Celtics, go fuck yourself. You leave the Patriots, bye Tom. We don't want you to win. We want to win. We love our sports team, so we'll boo you because you left. And we love the guys that stayed. We love Julian Edelman. Foxborough forever. We love David Ortiz. He, was, he wasn't with us his whole career, but he stayed with us after he came. We fucking love players like this. Guys that put their heart and soul on the field and then don't shit on us after, we, after they leave. Nothing to do with race whatsoever and all to do with the makeup of a man. And that's it. And if you continue to be quiet, if you continue to be silent then you're okay with people calling you racist. Therefore, you will be thought of as one. People will look at you and say, you're from Boston, you must be racist. I'm not, and I'm not going to accept it, and I will not be quiet on it. So there, you've heard my piece. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. Call a crackhead. I love that cut. Uh, I, I Thank you for listening, guys. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's podcast. God bless. God bless America. Welcome to Spazzing Out America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond.
Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. 